so heavy and sipping on the coffee like it's life support. Yeah. Everybody's lost in their days and they're lost in their life and they're calling it all the daily sacrifice. So if you think about it, the Suez Canal is the opposite of when God parted the Red Sea for the Egyptians. I mean, sorry, the Israelites. Really, really, yeah, yeah, it, any canal is, right? Well, yeah, I guess so, but it, but the Suez Canal is like part of, it's an extension of the Red Sea. Oh, yes, yes. So, so man was like, hey, that was pretty cool, God. I'm going to, I'm going to part the earth with the Red Sea rather than yeah. parting the Red Sea with earth. Mm, okay. I get it now. Earth mm. is heavier than water. We're going to beat you at splitting. Yeah. And this was in 1869. So like they were just like shovels had just been invented. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty impressive if you think about it. It really is. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Hey, uh, how's it going? Didn't see you there. Uh, welcome to Nickel Park. It's, uh, in case you haven't gathered from this bit of conversation, it's a couch guide safari through the wilderness of life. Um, and we're your tour guides. I'm specifically your tour guide, Joshua. Who is he talking to, Luke? The... He, he said, oh, hey, didn't see you there like he saw someone. Do you... Can you see our audience? I, I can. Can you not? Um, no, I'm looking at y'all's three faces on a computer right now. Yeah, well, that's that's also deeply concerning. <laughs> I'm just looking. <laughs> 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 I'm just looking at my two good friends, and they are seeing a lot more people than I'm seeing. <laughs> Luke refers to himself as y'all. I, it's kind of a different guy in there, you know. Yeah. He's Luke gets on Luke gets on Skype calls by himself and just talks, talks, talks. <laughs> What's up? I haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> he he looks like me, but he parts his hair the opposite direction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I have a lot of fans down here in Durham, and I invite them into our house every night we record. Oh, oh. that's sick. That's yeah, they're cool. sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor right now. That's a top five seating posture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm your tour guide, Luke. We didn't quite get there yet. And rounding out uh, the top four tour guides, I'm your tour guide, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Luke Luke Prime. <laughs> Luke from Earth 2. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you guys seen the new uh, Wiz Khalifa in the Universe of Madness? No, no, I haven't. I don't even, I've heard okay. some crazy things. I don't think I've even heard it's, about it. No, it's it's uh, what's his face? It's I uh, Doctor his name. Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa. Doctor Strange. They're both wizards. Did you did you mean to say that? What you said? I did mean to say it, but only because I couldn't remember Doctor Strange. Uh, okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it. No, me neither. Both movies I would watch. Uh, I have not seen it either. So this goes nowhere. What do you guys think it's about? <laughs> that's a fun Doctor Strange avenue. probably a lot of multiverse stuff I heard a funny thing about him the other day saying that you know if he 
the only reason he was like in charge of the universe basically at one point is because he was texting and driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it all started. That's a good point. That's a great lesson. Don't text and drive unless you want to become unless you want to be a superhero. Infinitely powerful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of multiverse of madness, there has been a recent uh, breakthrough in food technology. I'm not sure if you all have heard about this yet. Go on. Is it freezing? No. Well, okay, so there's a there's a brand. I'm going to give you three guesses, and I'll give you some hints if you need them. There's a, a very popular brand has released a new flavor of their snack, mm-hmm. and I'm very interested in it. Uh, okay. Hint number one, Ben, it's your favorite. It's a, it's it. a snack already. It's a snack, yep. Oh, I've got so many snacks that I like. Goldfish. Okay, yeah. boom, goldfish. Goldfish has released a new flavor, and it is popular with the northern folk. The northern folk. The northern uh, coastal folk. Lobster flavored. Close. So close. Crab. Crab. Yeah, but like, what are they flavored with? What are crabs flavored with? Yeah, like when you cook crab and, and lobster, what do you use? What's a what's a quintessential flavoring that you use? Water. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Old Bay. Old ah, Bay. No way. I love Old yeah, Bay. Yeah. I know. You should look these things up. They look like the packaging on them is so crisp looking. It's delicious. That's, I will look that it sounds up really good right now. Yeah. I really want to try them. Old Bay Goldfish, first thing that came up. Oh, they even yeah, they did the color scheme of it too, right? Doesn't it? Then the box, for the package the bag, yeah, yeah, it looks so good. Oh, it looks uh, beautiful. So anyone that's a fan of goldfish or Old Bay out there should go uh, get their hands on that. I like them both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is such a perfect fit. Like fish, right? Is perfect for Old Bay. How was the beach? Y'all ate some lobster, right? Uh, crab. Nope crab 18 crabs wow yeah well we cooked uh, 18 crabs cooked 18 crabs uh-huh we won't tell the people how many we ate actually we cooked 19 because they gave us a free one. Oh, a baker's dozen crabs yeah, yeah. A baker's <laughs> dozen and a half of crabs we <laughs> thought that well the free to be fair the free one might have been dead and had no claws <laughs> oh no uh but we let him sit out for a little while he warmed up uh, so we knew he was alive. So then we did kill him mm-hmm. with the rest of them. Pretty good though. Uh, we went to the seafood store, like the real one. We didn't go to the like the one that's on the strip. We went to the real one that's on the water where the boats just back it up, back it up. Terry dump the fish off and in, in the <laughs> slides, it slides right in, and then you pick it up basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I told the guy, I need crabs. I need a bunch of live crabs. <laughs> How many crabs for four people? And he said three or four dozen. <laughs> what? Because apparently when you eat crab, when you have a crab boil and you just are eating mostly crabs, you need a lot of crabs to feed people because there's not a ton of meat, which we did not have coolers for three to four dozen or mm-hmm. a pot anywhere near big enough. The most crabs right. I was able to boil at once was eight. Oh my god! In one pot, that was the biggest pot we had. So I did get at eighteen. He threw in a free one, nineteen. We did put him in the 
tub until we were ready to boil them. Boil them right up. Ate some of them. They weren't so weren't so good. They were very good. They were good. Excellent. Uh, it's just a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You know. <laughs> so y'all cooked two batches of them and gave up. Three, yeah, three batches. Did eight and then six. Hold on, let me do the math. And then five. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a lot of work. And we also got fish and shrimp. And the fish and shrimp, to be fair, they both did taste better than the crab. <laughs> so we mostly ate the fish. Yeah. and it Luke didn't... cooked the fish. He blackened it masterfully. I had no idea I could. Ivy and Luke combined. That's to true. I, Ivy deserves a lot of credit. So. Dang. So what'd you do with the rest of them? Uh, we set them free, but mm-hmm. they did not make it very far. Yep. Yeah, we unboiled them and set them free. <laughs> <laughs> we rubbed a lot of aloe into them. Yeah. And they got rid of that nasty red color. Then we set them free. Well, that's uh, that sounds like quite the adventure. It was. That's so, a- fun fact. Here's your tour guide tip of the day. Pro tour guide strat tip. <laughs> Don't go out to eat when you're on vacation. Just cook it at home. Cooking mm-hmm. is apparently easy. <laughs> go go get you some Billy's seafood. You gotta pick a place that's not like too touristy. Mm-hmm. Gotta go where. Gotta go where it's stanky. Mm-hmm. Gotta go where you can f- smell the fish stank coming off it down the road, and then get you some fish and maybe eighteen <laughs> crabs, and just cook those. Want to hear a fun fact that's completely unrelated to anything we've said so far? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Um, did you know that Joe Biden's birth was closer to Abraham Lincoln's presidency than his own presidency? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that works for him and Trump. No, nah, he's older, isn't he? They're both ancient. They're both really old. He was probably pretty close. They're to both that. the oldest two presidents we've ever had. Yeah. Trump was born in 46, and Joe was born in 42. So only four years apart. Hmm. Woofa doofa, these folks Jeez. are old. They're so yeah. old. <laughs> we need to get some young, some young blood in the presidency. Yeah. I agree. Like we it, need to we need a, another Roosevelt. I was thinking younger. Yeah. Like uh, 20. Like, can't we need another Kennedy. Kennedy. He was young. You have to be at least 32, I think. Yeah, That what? what's up with that rule? I don't know. I think something happens at 32, and that's, like, if you missed the first adult step, which is, mm-hmm. at, like, 18, some people become adults at 18, then 25, uh-huh. and then 32. Mm-hmm. Well, 30, and then 32. If you miss gotcha. the 30 boat for being an adult, you definitely are. Everybody gets it at 32. Nobody makes it past 32 and isn't an adult. Hmm. I bet. I, yeah, yet. I guess that's where they get that. I guess we'll I guess we'll tell you when we get there, but I'll tell you all when I get right, there. Right, yeah, yeah. Let us know. We'll have a couple years in advance. We'll know. You'll have reading glasses. <laughs> 
I'm gonna start using my phone three inches from my face. Yeah, yeah. You'll get you'll enlarge the text on your phone. <laughs> and we'll know. All right, Loki. I've thought about doing that because no. it looks so convenient. It looks so convenient. Your tech. The thing is, what you don't know is the texts that you send come through that big, so that the person you're texting <laughs> knows that you've got your text enlarged. It's to protect young people from boomers. Mm, like this is a boomer text. Right? Oh no. <laughs> This I've never seen an ellipsis so big. <laughs> There's young people in my office that use ellipses unironically. Oh, I do. What it. do you mean? I do it all the time. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. When you're not furious with the person you're ty- you're messaging? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's almost never that. Yeah, it's 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 just like the the catch-all punctuation. Dot 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 is the catch all yeah. punctuation. Yeah. Like, I'm trying uh-huh. to think of the main like it's so much con- text I do it with. I use it as a ca- I use it to break up like thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sometimes. guys are so you guys are so old. Like, hey, you should come over for dinner. Dot dot dot. If you want to bring chips, you can. I don't know if I'd do it there. No, no. You guys are so old. Oh my gosh. You guys are screwing, just screaming, just like pent up anger and frustration <laughs> at the world. I don't think hey, so. <laughs> come over for dinner, you idiot. Bring some chips if you want, I guess. I don't want you here. That's what that text reads. Hmm. To I us young folks. Sometimes I do it for sarcasm, like to indicate sarcasm, I mm. think. Yeah. So, again, so still insulting. No. Ellipses should never be used. No. You know what I miss? I miss periods. I've been trying to use more periods. Just like straight up, like just make a sentence and finish it with a period. Right. Does your phone not automatically do that for you? Uh, No idea. Yeah, who's a boomer now, boomer? Yeah. You can have Ian show you. <laughs> he would. He sends people videos now, accidentally. Yeah, so this is, I sent this to Eden not too long ago. So apparently Carly meant they were leaving at four, not arriving, dot, dot, dot. So want to go on an ice cream novelty hunt date with me? Yeah, so that just screams frustration that Carly messed it up. (laughs) No, it's just just, screams frustration. Carly is an absolute idiot. Oh my gosh. So Carly's an idiot. You want to go get ice cream? (laughs) It's two separate thoughts. (laughs) So so Carly has ruined everything. What do you want to do about it? Oh, man. Y'all want to go make some money? Dot dot dot. Yes. I'm so I'm so, I'm so, you, can't, you gotta you can't use them. Hey folks, welcome to the ad booth. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about companies, big and small, to make money so that we can continue doing this podcast. As always, we like to go big, then we go home. This week. We are sponsored by a company I'm sure you have heard of, and that is Boar's Head. Um, Boar's Head makes deli meats, yeah. cheeses, spreads, all kinds of deliciousness. Um, and they are, once again, shaking up the food industry. Um, everything, I'm sure you guys know, you guys are big sandwich lovers, yeah. as I am. Mm. Everything is going towards convenience. Like, what's the most convenient, fast way to make a sandwich, mm. right? The the one that I'm thinking of off the top of my head is mayo is now in a squeeze bottle. Huge. Absolutely revolutionizing. Um, Boar's Head's doing the same thing, but now they're doing it with their deli meat. You can now buy a squeezable pouch 
of your favorite deli meat, whether it be honey roasted ham, turkey, roast beef, whatever. Hmm. You buy it in the deli section. It comes in a nice big size pouch, whatever size you need. All you got to do is, you know, you pull up to your picnic, you got your cooler, just kind of your meat on your sandwich. Boom, you're good to go. Uh, So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Obviously, you can understand the perks, but we're going to talk about the flavor, what to expect, that kind of stuff. I assume you guys got your your sample package. Yeah, already it's I've already gone through the whole thing. Which I know it was like fifteen pounds worth, but so and we got it yesterday, but it was it was like once you pop mm-hmm. can't, can't stop. stop. Yeah. I was just like late night, Ivy caught me, just like squeezing bottles in my mouth. Mm. What was your favorite? Uh definitely the honey ham. Mm-hmm. That was probably my favorite. Uh, bologna was up there though, which is weird because I'm not usually like a big bologna fan, but the way that it comes out is just so satisfying. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's I good. mean, let's be clear. So, so Boar's Head is known for their like their good good lunch meat. You know, right. like Top like you tier. you open a regular Boar's Head package and you can tell like, oh, this turkey came from a turkey like i can mm-hmm. see the striations mm. and the like the musculature like it looks like meat not just like some stuff that was like ground up into oblivion and then mm-hmm. turned into a circle shape that was called chicken or turkey and it's so cool because it comes out of the squeeze bottle looking exactly like it comes out of the package mm-hmm. like you like it's just like you can see the meat just comes off in this like layer it's yep. crazy but you can spread it, which is but the great part. Exactly. Oh, man. It is revolutionary. And um, I think my favorite one was the roasted chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, honey ham is obviously great. That's my normal go-to for sandwiches. But I found a lot more uses uh, for the mm. chicken one. Because um, it's not just for sandwiches, you know? Mm. Like, I... Mm-hmm. I uh, squelched a bunch into some pasta. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was really good. Yes. Yeah, did some Alfredo, some pasta, and just a big... Chicken whoosh. Alfredo. Chicken Alfredo, you know? Put some... Put some... Uh, in another fashion of food and had that. Sure, yep. Tacos. Yeah. Tacos is what I made. Is I made that. Nice. Tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I did uh, opposite like uh you 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 um you know how you can you can get like uh like like caprese wrapped around mozzarella Mm -hmm. i i hollowed out cheese sticks and then squeezed the caprese into the cheese stick oh whoa yeah and that was that was something else took a while to hollow out the cheese stick now so that might not have been a time saver but much easier to pack around yeah that's huge I'll tell you what I did. Uh, I am a big fan of charcuterie, so I just took the cap off of the like the salami mm-hmm. uh, pouch, squirted in a little bit of um, jam because jam is great, mm-hmm. a little bit of um, cheese whiz, mixed it all up, and then you take that whole concoction, squeeze it onto a cracker. You got yourself a little charcuterie in a pouch. Wow! Yeah, real tasty. Yes. A squeeze cootery. Yeah. Yep. 
We've all had a bit of that every now and then. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
just so you know when to act shocked. Right. Your stance when. on manslaughter, not manslaughter, mm-hmm. the uh, death penalty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Safe political topics mm-hmm. like the death penalty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one requirement is you definitely you have to be able to identify the difference between a stick and a dookie in mm-hmm. case you're in charge of the kids pool. True. Uh, they don't want you calling a false alarm, having everybody evacuate the pool only to find out it's just a little spruce twig. Right. Um, so there'll be a series of flashcards that you have to go through rapidly mm-hmm. um, as part of part of the exam. Uh, another another thing that uh, they've kind of recently changed is normally they have uh, whistles to blow at the children, mm-hmm. but there were actually a lot of complaints about that, like kids having uh, trauma and whatnot from the loud whistles being blown mm-hmm. in their faces. Mm-hmm. So now um, you're just given. It's kind of like a like a blowgun, um, with a little little beanbag pellets in there. And uh, whenever a kid is running or being outlandish, uh, you just gotta give them a quick pop, pop them with that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you're gonna need to. You might want to work on your aim because there is a test on that. Right. Thankfully, everyone will be required to wear goggles at all times around the pool. Now. Right for protection. That's good, and I I've I have heard that if for whatever reason you can't operate the blowgun, you know for whatever reason, um, they're right next to a tennis court, so you do get a ball and a racket, and you can just pelt a kid. Okay, uh, with with a nice overhand serve if you have to. Right, you get a tan. Yeah, you have to be able to tan. Yeah, that's 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 a perk and a requirement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry, Ben. I know you were looking for a summer gig, but it's not gonna. Not gonna work yeah, out for you. Yeah, no. Trying to think of any other benefits include uh, full retirement, four hundred one k after working one summer. Um, so that's pretty clutch. Mm-hmm. Yep, three and a half percent matched. You are gonna need to know how to do uh, CPT, and well, CPT and CPR too. CPR two. CPR two. CPR also or CPR? No, no, no. Sorry, CPR two point The better CPR okay. that they came up with. Okay. Walk me through CPT. Uh, CPT. Mm-hmm. That's that's of course uh, cardiopulmonary. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do it in time. Had nothing. <laughs> is that even the first right two first two things? I think it's right? yes. It is cardiopulmonary. That's and it's like res- res- resuscitation. Say that. Yeah, that one. Mm, yeah, it's uh, CPT, right? It's cardiopulmonary tracheotomy. So they decided that just to be safe, instead of trying to do the thumping and the breathing, because that's your mouth on mouth, no good. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to use a little lip seal, uh, but that rarely gets used. So instead, they just hand out tracheotomy kits, and you're going to need to be able to do a tracheotomy. That way, you can just jab it right in their throat and then breathe through the tube, mm-hmm. and you're not using their mouth at all. Protects the mouth. And it works. That's the dual... Sorry, I was going to say that's the dual purpose of the blowgun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, yes, it, right. It is a tracheotomy tube. Yep. Uh, also, you can just suck the water that's out through the tube. That's what I was going to say. Doubles as a straw. Mm. <laughs> it's proven to be insanely effective. Um, yeah, and then CPR uh, 2.0 is just better CPR. Mm. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that's good. It actually uses two people. So usually there's two lifeguards on duty, and then mm. one of you. Is hammering hammering the chest, mm-hmm. and the other person is uh, breathing. Right, so it gets it all done at once. Another another perk 
all wrapped up in the the blowgun trach straw um is as much water as you want to drink mm. there's mm-hmm. a lot of it you can have as much as you want crocodile catching you're going to be able to do that cuz they switch to saltwater pools uh and those things can smell that salt water mm-hmm. from miles away yep yep there's been a, a, a itching to get in a there. large migration uh, thank you, Plainview, uh, for the sponsorship opportunity. If you're interested in a lifeguarding position, you can go to Plainview Pool, Louisville, Kentucky, USA. dot com forward slash lifeguard application training and careers. Um, with the there's hyphens between all those words, and you can you can find the info there. All right, folks, as I normally like to say, we always say, um, this is Unconventional Solutions. Um, It is exactly what it sounds like. Today, we are going to solve a problem that was only ever slightly solved, and I think we can do better. Um, I don't know why this came into my news feed recently, because apparently it happened a long time ago for a much shorter duration than I thought. But do you all remember when that boat carrying a bunch of shipping containers got stuck in the Suez Canal? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Took them apparently six days. I thought it was in the months region. <laughs> um, don't know why I was led to believe that. But it did cause a huge problem for it being mm-hmm. six days. And they couldn't unstuck it. Yep. And I just think with our level of expertise and knowledge, we can come up with a much better way to unstuck the boat. Right. This can, right. the things we come up with, sorry, the things that we know that we'll tell the listeners today can be applied to probably most boats stuck mm. scenarios, stuck, stuck boat scenarios. Right. SBSs, as we call them. They come up daily. Yeah. yeah. This can be applied to canals. Or not canals. Yeah. Someone someone is out in the world suffering with S- SBS right now. Mm-hmm. So, so th- we're doing real, real good work here. Telescopic boats. Mm. Make, the hull, make the hull of the boat telescopic in nature so that if you need to shrink it, you can shrink it. So that if it gets wedged sideways, it just... Shrinks up, mm-hmm. turns sideways, you're on your way. I like that a lot. Boom, done. Wrap it up. All right. Sure. Um, well, clearly the canal was poorly built. You need to man- mandate that the whole canal has to all be the same depth as the middle of the canal. Smooth sides. Mm, yeah, squ- squared off. Squared off. Isn't a canal technically unbuilt? Um, Like, isn't it? It's constructed by the deconstruction of. Mm, I see what you're saying. You know saying. what I'm saying? Yes. Um, you're just taking things away, right? You're until the job things. is done, right? You're deconstructing, excavated. Okay, yeah. Canals like should be excavated to the same depth, squared off, mm-hmm. and then, of course, you should put rollers on the walls. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
maybe a bumper just so that system. everything bounces off smoothly. Yeah, like any any kind of rapid ride. Yes, mm-hmm. at an amusement park, you got bumpers on the edges. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And the, mm-hmm. you could make those won't even be expensive. They just cut in cut tires in half and glue them on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got lots of spare tires. Mm-hmm. So many tires everywhere. They're always going in the bad. same vein. Why would you even build a canal and not just build one of those water park rides for boats? Mm. Like just put like just a boat conveyor belt across right. the Suez mm. and or the Panama. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do do they go both ways in the canal? Because if not, you yeah. could just build a like a ramp, and they can just slide down a, a track. Maybe like a slip and slide almost. You could do two. Mm-hmm. One going up, one going down. Oh, true. Yeah. Like an excavator on one side, ramp on the other. Yeah. That sounds pretty nice. It'd be fun too. So let's but so 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 those are all obviously perfect solutions for how the boat doesn't get stuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. But let's say the boat let's stuck. say the boat the boat gets stuck and they didn't do a telescoping front end, back end. What's the how do we free them? Sure. I think I think you need some kind of booster on the bottom that can just give it a little bit of air real quick. Mm. And then you have people on the front and back pull pull it straight while it's in the air mm. real fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So when you said thrusters, I was imagining like propelling it forward, but you mean like. It, it, the pr- The propulsion goes down, thus moving the boat up, making it light and maneuverable. And then you just yank it back into position you know i bet if you just punctured a small hole in the dead center of the the hole Mm -hmm. of the boat the pressure might just push a ton of air out and just like Mm. like a balloon that's good the the pressure sorry the pressure the air pressure that is inside the boat (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from all the like shipping crates pushing down on it (laughs) right that air gets real crunched down yeah 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 right yeah because yep. air air has to be in there for it to float. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the Underminer in The Incredibles? Yes. Intimately. Hmm. Yeah, we just got his um his excavator kind of tunnel uh-huh. around just to clear it out quickly. Okay. We could just have him on payroll at the canal in mm-hmm. case anything happens. He's just That's ready true. to ready to roll. I like that. A lot of wet moles. Yeah. We could just hire mm. a bunch of moles. Aquatic moles. Semi-aquatic moles. A little scuba suit suited up suit up moles in the little scuba gear. Yeah. And they go down there. Yeah. Dig it up with their crazy hands. Do you guys remember the movie G Force? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure there was a mole on that team. That's kind of what I'm imagining. There was, yeah. He was like the computer guy or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Why do I remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie one time same. so long ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, scuba scuba moles. I like moles. it. How about a Ford F two fifty Power Stroke? They probably didn't try that. Why didn't they? And a good good Southern boy. And a good a good running start. Yeah. And a a pack of dip. Yep. Maybe. And a positive mental attitude. <laughs> a can-do spirit. <laughs> Do you think they tried backing it up? I don't know if they did. Mm-hmm. I think it was stuck on both sides. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was wedged. It got sideways. Because mm-hmm. backing it up is, is a great thought. <laughs> I think in most boat scenarios, that is going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can imagine where this thought came from, but uh, big plunger. I cannot. You know, okay. if you get something stuck ah. in a in a canal, yes. as it were, mm-hmm. big plunger. Big plunger. Push it out. Force yep. it through. Stool 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 softener. (laughs) (laughs) What's a stool softener? Yeah, I do like that. Just sprinkle some laxative all over the boat. Just put a bunch of stool. So I can't say it. (laughs) It's tough, isn't it? Stool softener in the dirt. Hope it loosens up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Throw some Miralax in there. Uh, Just ask everyone to get off the boat. That usually does it. Lighten it up a bit. Like when, yeah, when I've been on boats that have gone grounded, just everyone gets out and push the boat back. Why didn't they just add more water? That's, That's a great idea. That boat right up. Just pump more water into the thing. Yeah, you, you have the ocean at your disposal. Yeah. Just open it up a little more, pour some more they, in. They should have built the Suez slightly lower than both oceans on both sides just to make sure that if a boat ever got stuck, they could just turn on the tap. Yeah. Raise that thing right up. The only issue is, I want to know how big this uh, boat here was. Uh, 1,312 feet long. Okay. So pretty short. Yeah. Only three football fields. Mm-hmm. Plus a little bit. How heavy? Oh gosh! It whatever number you whatever you number you say won't mean anything to me. Yeah, it's it's, an, <laughs> it's infin, infinity. Infinite. Yeah, I mean it had thousands of shipping crates on it. Right. So, like if you said a trillion pounds or a quadrillion tons, it's both just too much. I can't fathom those numbers. It's unfathomable amount of weight. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think one funny guy, like when he got stuck, he like went up to the front. It was like, I got it, guys, and then tried to push it like as a joke. <laughs> oh yeah. Some dude on the side was just like, "You can't park here." Lube. They could have tried. The oh lube. my gosh! Oh, yeah. Boat lube. Yeah, would have never got. Would would have never got stuck in the first place. But yeah, I think it mm, would fix true. the unstucking. Always want to lube your boat up before you yep. take it out. Makes for a it spin. faster anyway. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. that's what I remember growing up. Whenever we'd hit the lake with with your family, Luke, your dad would be out there with a giant thing of Vaseline just smearing down the front of his boat. Yep, yep. I've had to help him with that many a time. Plus, it keeps the front of the boat from getting eczema. And that's a big problem. It's a big it problem because they're always in water, so it's yeah. constantly getting dried out. Keeps mm-hmm. the barnacles off, too. They can't get a grip. Mm-hmm. They try, but the lube keeps them off. They're always they got their little pinchy hands. Like, oh, no, too slick. <laughs> got me again. Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, could be used. Those ship the holes are thick. That wouldn't It yeah. wouldn't yeah. put a hole in it or anything. It would just move the earth. Or you could just put some dynamite in the water right behind it, send a big wave to push it out. Ooh. Big wave. wave flush pool. it. Flush it, as it were. Wave pool. Yeah, right wave pool. There. Bunch of guys doing cannonballs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, you get a cannonball chain going. Mm-hmm. You time that right. Could you put, could you, so we joked about compressed air in the ship. 
could you put compressed air in the ship to lighten it up? Maybe some hydrogen in there. A lot mm. of balloons or something. Mm. A helium mm. boat. Yeah, vac- get a vacuum cleaner in there, suck all the dirt out. Big mm. vacuum cleaner. Big vacuum cleaner. Big dust devil. That's what they're made for. Dirt devil? Dirt devil. Dirt devil. Canal. Satan. What? <laughs> devil. <laughs> Big crowbar. Big, big crowbar. Big crowbar. That's pretty good. Maybe. what is Big crowbar at F-250. Now we're talking. All right. Who are those dudes in Italy who uh, they pilot those little ships around? Gondolas? Gondoliers. Gondoliers. Yeah, I think a bunch of them with extra long sticks probably got the, the skills and talents to get it out. An a thousand gondoliers. gondoliers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The great gondolier gathering. Yeah. They're not too far from the Suez. They gondolier across the Mediterranean and get there in no time. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, especially if you put them all on the same super long skinny boat. Yeah. They're just like, oh, they could, cruise. and they're all singing, and you hear them like you hear them like thirty minutes before you can actually see them because the their song is so powerful. I love that image so much. I do too. Have you guys ever seen the Newsies? No. The movie the mm-hmm. Newsies. No. God dang. Well, if you have, it would be like that, like where they're like singing, and you can hear the singing, and they come around the corner, and there's just thousands of them all thousands. across the canal, yes. and they're all singing in Italian, and they're all singing like, we're going to unstick this boat, but it sounds cool because it's in Italian. Mm-hmm. And they got great straw hats. Yep, and they throw a bunch of hooks on the boat, pull mm-hmm. that sucker right out. No, I like the idea of them all lined up along the edge with like... 300 foot poles yeah oh they're they're gondoliering they're the gondoliering boat. the ship the right boat, the ship is the gondola yeah. all in unison yep a three three football field long gondolier that gondolier. is pretty good gondola and with a with a stick that long like you would push it and then five minutes later the effect would kick it <laughs> that's true <Right. laughs> a lot of give <laughs> That would good. That'd be good. It it would have some spring when it kicks in mm, all together. Mm-hmm. You know, that's beautiful. I like it. An army of gondoliers. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Nickel Park. Uh, if you want, you can reach out to us at nickelparktours at gmail or on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song and Jake Byrne for the use of our ad song and AMF for having us on the network. Until next week, I am Joshua. I'm Ben. And I'm Luke. See ya. Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.